the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. President Trump wants to get to the bottom of the mystery behind why the Russia collusion investigation ever got going. He says it might have been an attempt to overturn the election. If that happened, that is a challenge to our to our republic, the likes of which we've not seen for a long time. And we don't think it's that outrageous to suggest that it could have. The president would only be doing his job if he tries to make sure whether or not that happened. And if it did, to make sure the people who committed those particular acts are brought to justice. Mulvaney, a guest on ABC TV's This Week program. A big rise in the number of migrants from Central America seeking asylum in the U.S., driving American officials to try and increase dramatically the number of migrants sent back across the southern border each day. They hope to boost it to 300 a day this week. This is SRN News. Dennis Prager says it's all about your moral compass. They hate Trump so they can lie. That is the way in which their moral compass functions. I can lie because I am a leftist and I have higher principles than truth. Getting rid of a president I don't like is a higher principle than telling anything true. That is their view. They believe what I have just said. The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at 11 on AM 1280. The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Just past 1 o'clock on the Sunday afternoon. Hope all you Patriot listeners are having a lovely day so far today. And do you want all the perks of a rewards card with none of the hassle? Then check out the AM1280 The Patriot Fan Club. Just go to am1280thepatriot.com, click on the fan club, and then you get access to pre-sale tickets, exclusive content, prizes, and so much more. So please check that out. And for your forecast today, we're looking at scattered sprinkles, maybe even some uh, scattered flurries tonight. High of 43 degrees, low of 30 tonight. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T-3, 2, 1. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another edition of the broadcast. We like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone call at 651-289-4488. If you'd like to weigh in via Twitter, do so. Just use hashtag NARN show. That's hashtag NARN show. Hashtag NARN show for any comments or questions regarding today's show content. As always, we appreciate you tuning in as uh, we are touting spring. And uh, never mind the fact that board op Jason said there might be flurries tonight. I'm still going to celebrate spring, you know. I- I think the forecast is only like 20% chance of it, though, so I don't think it's going to be that bad. So you're telling me there's a chance. I'm telling you there's a chance, (laughs) a little bit of a chance. I'll have to pull up an updated version of it. But let's be done with this. Seriously, no more snow, please. No flurries, no nothing. I don't want any of this. It's spring. It's basically Uh, April. Oh, I know. I, you know... (sighs) I, I say because it's been warm enough for a while now, even if we yeah. had like a half a foot of snow, it'd be gone the next day. It would. It we're would. The, we're in the clear. Even if we have another significant snowfall, we're in the clear. It's not fun to drive in. I get that. But it, I like doing this when we have a spring snowstorm. I, I you know, Particularly in the morning, I'll take a picture off my back deck of the snowfall. And then 11 hours later when I get home, it's like completely gone. It's like, huh. Vanished. Yeah, right. I like it. So we'll yeah, probably so. get like six inches at some point again before it's all. Well, it was last year, mid-April, April, the weekend of April fourteenth, where we got that. Uh, we're just it snowed for like forty-eight hours straight. I think something like that. <laughs> yeah. I remember my freshman year of college at the University of Saint Thomas. It was in May, and literally, I had a final canceled in May because we got like six inches of snow wow. in May. Okay, well, it's possible. 
we, we don't mean to discourage you folks. We are we are genuinely celebrating spring here. I'm just I'm just here to say that. But uh, uh, you know, I uh, hopefully you're out enjoying a little bit of sun. Still, it's still deceptively cold this weekend. I went out yesterday a couple times to walk the dog. Oh, it looks beautiful out, and then they get out there and the wind whips up. It's like ooh, yeah, it's still 30 degrees. So, but nevertheless, uh, it's the last day of March. It's just something about the word April that you know uh, it's uh, the the best weather is just right around the corner. So anyhow, uh, not here to uh, rehash the weather, obviously. Do want to get to some of uh, uh, the big news items from this past week. Now, I got to admit that this this has been some of the funnest radio I've had the past couple of months because when current Minnesota Senator Amy Klobuchar announced her presidential run, I believe it was a month or two ago, we were able to to broadcast via live feed uh, i forget well, i forget which news station was covering it or maybe no actually it was on facebook live we so we brought the facebook live up over the air and just as i was about to go to the 230 hard break amy klobuchar said and i'm running for president of the united states you know and it was just perfect timing and and we just played her speech and riffed on it a little bit and whatnot and then she announced ultimately what we all suspected the big snowy uh, press conference was about, that she was going to announce her presidential candidacy, which she did. And then last Sunday, uh, during uh, the 2.30 segment, I had seen a notification on Facebook that uh, Attorney General William Barr, you know, President Trump's Attorney General, was releasing a summary of the Mueller report. Of course, Robert Mueller, special counsel for nearly two years, investigated Russia's interference in the 2016 presidential election, and eventually that evolved into did the Trump campaign collude with Russia in an effort to affect the 2016 election? And the Mueller report ultimately determined no, they did not. And Attorney General William Barr's summary letter basically said that no collusion between the Trump campaign and Russia. Also, uh, Special Counsel Mueller declined to determine if there was obstruction of justice or charge the Trump Trump campaign with obstruction of justice kind of punted on that one but the one thing the thing that people could not let go of was the fact well that that, that report uh, Mueller nowhere in there said that he exonerated Trump and a prosecutor does not exonerate people they prosecute people period end of story they don't hand down a judgment saying well this 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 exonerates him of any wrongdoing no if there is wrongdoing, if there are crimes, they will prosecute as such. That's it. So there's no reason to exonerate because if there was actually no charges brought against Trump, okay, then he enjoys a presumption of innocence, as all American citizens do. You know, so I'm just saying here, they were just completely misguided on what this four page summary said. And another one of the popular chanting points was, well, I can't believe this. This report, Mueller report, was over 300 pages long, and Attorney General Barr just boils it down into three or four pages. It's like um, he's a legal expert. Uh, he's been in law for how many years? And he's got a team around him at the Justice Department. This is what they do. They take these long, protracted legal documents and boil it down to a brief. That's what they do. So these simpletons who are complaining, well, it's only three or four pages. Well, you know, they want to at least get a summary out there right away, because obviously there's still some parts of the report that once it's released in full, and apparently it's going to be released in full in mid-April, they may want to redact some information, specifically maybe names of people who don't want to be dragged through the mud because they haven't been charged with a crime. So why blast their names out there as being in the report? That's just a, that's just speculation on my part, but it sounds as though the report will be released in mid-April. And if that happens, there's already talk that the White House is going to maybe declassify some information that led to this investigation, particularly the FISA warrant that allowed them to tap the uh, phones of uh, Carter Page. And if that starts to come out, this may be a rabbit hole that the Democrats don't want to go down. But you kind of knew this was coming. And again, I talked about this last Sunday. That was, And by the way, did I say how much fun that was last Sunday? It really was. <laughs> Listening to the news over the air and riffing on it and hearing, uh, uh, it was uh, Ed Henry of Fox News, 
Uh, Dana Perino, Fox News host, and of course, uh, Brett Baer, who hosts Special Report during the week, and he came in for a special Sunday edition, uh, talking about how it was just stunning that after nearly two years and how the country was just gripped by this news, that there was no collusion. But you kind of had a sense that was the case, because number one, the report was released on Friday, the first Friday of March Madness, only the popular sporting event in all of America, okay, the college basketball tournament. And it was done on a Friday evening. Typically, when you release stuff on Friday evening, it's it's a, it's called a news dump. You just throw it out there, and you say, hey, I did my due diligence. We released it. And people are maybe pay half attention to it because Friday evening, they're ready to cut loose and enjoy the weekend. And then they go through the weekend, and then they go back to their lives Monday. And they don't think about what, what news came out on Friday. Not really. So that kind of tells you when it was released on Friday that there probably isn't a lot there. And Nancy Pelosi, even before that, uh, House Majority Leader, or House Speaker, excuse me, Nancy Pelosi, even before that, had said, yeah, you know, I I don't think we're going to go down this route, route of impeachment. It just, he's not worth it. Translation, we don't really have anything to impeach him on, but he's not worth it. He's not worth it. That's, that's how she spun it. And now this past week, you had Nancy Pelosi basically saying the same thing. You had Majority Whip James Clyburn saying the same thing, yeah, impeachment's off the table, It's done. that ship has sailed. Even Maxine Waters, Maxine, when you've lost Maxine Waters for impeachment, for pro-impeachment, you've lost. Maxine Waters has even said it's off the table. But that doesn't mean there aren't some, uh, as Kimberly Strassel the, at the uh, Wall Street Journal has said, there are some bitter, the bitter enders amongst the Democrats, meaning they're going to take this to the bitter end. And again, I'll read uh, Kimberly Strassel's piece that she wrote at the Wall Street Journal this past week. Uh, Democrats are struggling over the direction of their party. And this week, things got more complicated. In addition to the splits over the Green Leap Forward, Medicare for All, and constitutional rewrites, Robert Mueller's report has opened a new divide. It's team reality versus team bitter enders. Granted, the end of the special counsel's probe is a shattering blow to Trump haters. So long as Mueller continued his investigation, the left and its media mates were free to spin the collusion claims and nurse hopes of a toppled Trump presidency. Anyone who pushed back was told to sit down, shut up, and wait until Mueller ruled. He now has. The party is over. Realists understand the risk of continuing to dwell on collusion and obstruction of justice. Americans are wary of Mueller headlines. In a CNN poll this month, respondents listed the economy, immigration, and health care as their more, most important issues for 2020. Um, just as an, as an aside, if that's true, at this point, the Democrats are screwed. If economy and immigration are the top issues in 2020, uh, I got to tell you, that's not good news for the Democrats. Now, again, a lot can change with the economy. I get that. And depending upon what happens with immigration certainly but uh yeah that's not a good that's not good news for the democrats i'll just leave it at, i'll just leave it at that uh anyways in a leadership meeting monday night illinois representative sherry bustos head of the democratic congressional campaign committee laid out the alarming reality voters have little idea what the democrat policy agenda is the party urgently needs to move beyond 2016 the realists also understand the Mueller probe has gained the party little up to now beyond gratifying its base. While the resistance wallowed in collusion hysteria, Donald Trump presided over tax reform, massive deregulation, and a remake of significant parts of the judiciary. He's an incumbent presiding over a growing economy with a campaign awash in money. A political story recently warned the left not to put much stock in approval ratings. If the election were held today, the reporters wrote, Trump would likely ride to a second term in a huge landslide, according to multiple economic models with strong track records of picking presidential winners and losers. So, yeah, there's there's definitely going to be particularly uh, Adam Schiff, the ranking Democrat or the uh, I I don't know if he's the lead Democrat now in the uh, on the um, Intelligence Committee, but uh, he's been asked to resign by their re- uh, ranking Republicans on the committee. I think all the Republicans on the committee, obviously, is not going to do that. And then you have Eric, Eric uh, don't nuke me, bro, Swalwell. You remember Eric Swalwell, right? He's the one who was uh, famously uh, replied to a tweet, uh, a tweet that said, you know, Representative Swalwell, um, you're not going to like how this ends up if you try to come 
for our guns because we're not going to give up our rights and give all the power to government. And Eric Swalwell replied with something along the lines, well, the government has nukes, a lot of them, so it will be a very short war. Okay? Eric Swalwell threatening to nuke American citizens. Okay? He and Adam Schiff are kind of the uh, bitter ender bros in this uh, particular saga. And, you know, they both represent safe Democrat districts in California, so there really is no incentive, I guess, to give up on this. But uh, the Democrat caucus definitely wants to move on and focus on health care. Um, because they're the modicum of credibility on health care, right? Passing Obamacare in 2010 without a single Republican vote, vote and the health care system is broken? Well, whose fault is that? Okay? And yet they're trying to spin it how the Republicans didn't help make an equitable solution, which, whatever, uh, we, we don't need to go down that road. But the point is, is that uh, it sounds as though there will be a report, the report will be released in mid-April, and it sounds as though the Trump White House is also looking to declassify some documents to kind of indicate how this whole thing got started, what was kind of the catalyst for it getting started. And if Trump does that, that too does not sound like very good news for the Democrats. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. It is me, Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. We work hard our entire lives to provide for our families with the hope one day to enjoy our retirement. Our whole lives, we've been told what to do with our investments, and now we're nervous that we may not have enough to live the life we want. Learn to be the best steward of your money. At Online Trading Academy, we offer a free investing class. Dial pound 250 on your cell phone, use keyword OTA, or go to learnwithota.com. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. It takes a lot of courage to face your own death, but I'm glad I finally did. See, I was putting off getting life insurance to protect my family, even though I knew it was important. Then my neighbor's husband died. I watched her struggle emotionally and financially. It really made me face reality. If my husband died, how would I pay the mortgage, the car payments, or keep up the life the kids and I had? I realized I needed to get us life insurance right away. So I called AIG Direct. In less than five minutes, I had a quote. I was shocked at how affordable it is. Just $14 a month for $250,000 of term life coverage. I feel so much better knowing my family has protection. Call AIG Direct right now for a free no-obligation quote. The call takes less than five minutes, and you can save up to 70%. Call now, 1-800-458-3263. That's 1-800-458-3263. 1-800-458-3263. This Friday, don't miss The Best of Enemies, starring Academy Award nominee Taraji P. Henson. I play Anne Atwater, a civil rights activist who was able to approach hate with love. And Academy Award winner Sam Rockwell. All the better you don't get my way. Well, I'm going to get in your way. If you change one heart, you can change the world. I have a Bible. And then you ought to know, same God made you, made me. The Best of Enemies, based on the untold true story. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. In theaters Friday. American Are you looking for more variety in your work? Do you enjoy solving problems, repairing equipment, and working with customers? Do you have experience with pumps, ventilation, plumbing, natural gas, propane, fuel oil, or love to learn new things? It's time for you to discover that American Pressure is a great employer. Send us your resume to jobs at AmericanPressureInc.com. That's jobs at AmericanPressureInc.com. This is what matters. This is beyond X's and O's. This is the difference mutual respect makes. This is what character looks like. This is what defines us in Minnesota. This is sportsmanship. School sports, it's not the outcome that matters most, but the way the games are played. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Welcome back, Amp 12 the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network, me, Brad Carlson. Thanks for tuning in. Here come the jesters. One, two, three. 
651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Just use hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. For any comments or questions regarding today's show content, as always, thanks for tuning in. Talking some uh, national news stories. Uh, obviously, we've talked a great deal about the Jesse Smollett saga here on this broadcast. And la- last week, we had on uh, Wilfred Riley, who uh, wrote a book entitled Hate Crime Hoax. And it was released, I think, the day the uh, Jesse Smollett story started to unravel. Now, for those of you who may not be familiar with the Jesse Smollett saga, we can kind of summarize it for you. Apparently, in late January, the actor who stars in the TV show Empire, which I have never seen a millisecond of, uh, not disrespecting the show, I just have never seen it. I don't know when it's on, don't know where to find it. Doesn't sound like something I'd be interested in. Your mileage may vary. Anyhow, apparently, he was walking from his hotel to a subway at about 2 o'clock in the morning, late January, when two men yelled Empire towards him. And according to Smollett, he kind of was taken aback by that. And then they yelled, then they proceeded to yell some homophobic and racial slurs toward him because he's a black gay man. And they attacked him and allegedly poured bleach on him and tied a rope around his neck to kind of uh, symbolize a lynching. And, you know, Jesse Smollett fought, fought these guys off, even though he did kind of get scarred up a little bit and had a rope around his neck. But he somehow managed to hang on to a Subway sandwich. How he managed to do that, I have no idea, but uh, that that tells you the uh, the strength he had. He was determined to fend off these attackers and these this racist homophobic attack, all the while hanging onto his subway sandwich. Uh, yeah, that's a uh, hero we don't deserve. I'm pretty sure. Well, of course, the story started to unravel because it just sounded way too unbelievable. It's like, wait a minute, you're telling me there were a couple of Trump supporters hanging around Chicago in a polar vortex at two o'clock in the morning, hoping upon hope. That the actor who stars in Empire, a TV show which, let's face it, probably not very popular with Trump supporters. You're hoping upon hope that he just wanders uh, out in the street and you, I, I that, that never passed the smell test. And Jesse Smollett was indignant, doubled down on it in his Good Morning America interview with Robin Roberts, saying, "I hate that people use the word alleged in this. This is disgusting. I was I was attacked, and I'm standing up for all of the." Uh, young uh, gay men or black men or both who've been attacked. I'm I'm their voice. Well, the story started to unravel. Uh, apparently, uh, it was detectives started to figure out or determined that maybe there were two men paid to stage the attack. They tracked them down and they met with prosecutors in mid-February. There were two brothers from Nigeria. I uh, don't know the relationship with Jesse Smollett, uh, to be perfectly honest, doesn't really matter, but apparently he knew these guys, paid them with a check. Now, if you're going to commit a crime, you don't pay with a check, okay? But he did. And these brothers had literal receipts of purchasing red hats, you know, like MAGA hats, and also bleach, rope, all of that, literal receipts of the crime. And so then, by about late February... Uh, Jesse Smollett ended up turning himself into police because they were going to charge him with filing a false police report. Basically, this uh, alleged hate crime was a hoax, is what police were alleging at this point, given the investigation that was put into this. Because, obviously, a story like this that is so unbelievable and so bizarre and so elaborate like this, they have to investigate. You don't just take somebody's word for it, okay? And if they catch the perpetrators, well, obviously they're going to get the perpetrator's side of the story, and these brothers must have decided to speak up. Well, Smollett turned himself in. Uh, they, The two brothers, this was by, by March 1st, they spoke out uh, against uh, Jesse Smollett, and um, there was some employees, apparently some Northwestern Hospital employees, who were in on this, they were fired over the incident. And then by March 8th, the uh, uh, Smollett was then indicted on 16 counts of disorderly conduct. So we fast forward to this past week, this past Monday, where out of the blue, Jesse Smollett that had the charges against him dropped, just dropped. There was no plea deal. 
nothing. They were just dropped. Prosecutors decided not to prosecute. The initial story was, well, you know what? Uh, he did his community service. He's he's agreed to forfeit his bond. Yeah, well, let's let bygones be bygones. Not only were the, uh, the charges dropped, but the court records were sealed, and then the actual charges were wiped off the database like they never were brought about. His record completely expunged. And Smollett came out and said, maintained his innocence. So there was no plea deal. They were just, charges were just dropped. Now, had it, he reached a plea deal, you know, say he would have, you know, because he was being charged with 16, uh, there were 16 charges brought against him. I'm not sure if all of them were felonies, but some were, if not all of them. Okay, so if this were a plea deal, he could have pled down to, say, a misdemeanor, agreed to forfeit his $10,000 bond and community service. That's one thing, if he if he agreed to plead guilty, but he didn't. He didn't. And he came out and maintained his innocence. And because the court records are sealed and because the charges have now been expunged, he can basically go out there and say whatever he wants. And the law enforcement officials were furious over this because they had their case laid out. They were ready to go to trial. They had all the evidence lined up and were going to testify under oath saying this is what happened. This is the evidence that we used to determine what happened and why these charges were brought about. But for whatever reason, the prosecutor's office didn't go forward with it. Obviously, the Chicago police chief was furious. Chicago Mayor Rahm Emanuel all right, when 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 I find myself agreeing with former Obamaites Rahm Emanuel, who's now the Chicago mayor, and David Axelrod, who gave his two cents on this case, uh, when I find myself agreeing with those two people, uh, I know I'm living in a bizarre world. And this caught everybody by surprise. In fact, uh, the uh, Chicago police officials were holding a graduation ceremony for uh, I guess uh, police academy students out at out at Navy Pier in Chicago. That's how they. That's when they found out about it. Okay, they were just dropped without without uh, without a warning. And uh, the Daily Wire, James Baird of the Daily Wire, kind of had a nice wrap up on this about how the Illinois Prosecutors Bar Association uh, indicates that the state's attorney fundamentally misled the public about dissing the dismissing the Smollett case. And I'll read from the story here. Uh, real quick, uh, in a blistering condemnation of the dismissal of all 16 felony charges. Okay, so all, all 16 charges were felony charges. Okay, glad for, thanks for the clarification. Uh, Empire star Jussie Smollett, the Illinois Prosecutors Bar Association, has accused state's attorney Kim Fox and her office of having fundamentally misled the public about the circumstances surrounding the dismissal of the case. The backlash against the decision Tuesday by Fox's office to suddenly drop all charges in the high-profile hoax hate crime case continues to mount. On Wednesday, the National District Attorneys Association, which represents prosecutors across the country, released a statement detailing what Fox's office did wrong. On Thursday, the IPBA, which serves as the voice for nearly 1,000 frontline prosecutors across the state, issued its own, even more directly accusatory statement. The events of the past few days regarding the Cook County State's Attorney's Office handling of the Jesse Smollett case is not condoned by the IPBA, nor its representative of the honest ethical work prosecutors provide to the citizens of the state of Illinois on a daily basis, the statement reads. The manner in which the case was dismissed was abnormal and unfamiliar to those who practice law in criminal courthouses across the state. The association continues... Prosecutors, defense attorneys, and judges alike do not recognize the arrangement Mr. Smollett received. Even more problematic, the state's attorney and her representatives have fundamentally misled the public on the law and circumstances surrounding this, the dismissal. So again, uh, this this brings up a whole laundry list of other questions, and a lot of the retort to... The backlash surrounding the dismissal of charges is like, well, it was a, yeah, it was a, you know, victim, victimless crime. Nobody's hurt. Da da da. Uh, you know, let bygones be bygones. Justice Smollett, uh, he, you know, he's not a, uh, a recidivist. He's not likely to reoffend. So let bygones be bygones. Well, actually, he does have, I guess, a criminal history. He's got a DUI in his record. And secondly, it's not a victimless crime because how many officials in the Chicago Police Department? were dedicated to this case. Had they not been having to investigate something that looks likely to have been a hoax, what other crimes 
out there could they have been working on that suddenly have gone cold and people aren't going to get justice as a result. So don't tell me it's a victimless crime. That's a crock. I'm pushing back on that. I reject that. It absolutely is not. And kudos to Rahm Emanuel, who later came out and denigrated the Trump administration, and it's their fault for creating an environment where something like this was believable. You know, Rahm eventually had to go back to being Rahm, of course. But before that, he was spot on, basically saying, how dare he drag the city through this and leave this uh, blot on this city. It's despicable. So, uh, you know, Rahm was right and he was wrong within a week, but... So it goes. Uh, Mark from St. Louis Park is on line two. Mark, I promise we'll get to your call if you hang on during the break. And we will come back in mere moments right here. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance, Radio Network, with me, Brad Carlson. Go nowhere. Karen, time to get ready for work. (laughs) I'm hitting your toothbrush way in the back of the drawer. Good luck finding it. Oh, and the bathroom light is out again. At least it'll be harder for you to see the shower stains. (laughs) Is your old, worn-out bathroom taunting you like this every morning? New Windows for America to the rescue. Yes, New Windows for America does bathroom replacement. Let them remake yours with a new, easy-to-clean tub, modern shower, and surround. They have a wide selection of bath products and design options to help you create a bathroom that is stylish and gives you the functionality that you need. New Windows for America can have them installed fast in as little as one day for most homes at an affordable price. In fact, it's as low as $79 per month now for Sebastian Gorka's America First listeners. Tired of your dingy old bathroom mocking you? Google New Windows for America today and check out their bathroom replacement and other home improvement products. Offer ends March 31st. How would you like to save up to $500 on your next vacation package? Any vacation package anywhere in the world. Just call Superior Travel and mention the code RADIO and save up to $500. We'll design a custom, fantastic vacation just for you. With all the bells and whistles. Not some cookie-cutter vacation, but a unique, all-included vacation customized by one of our exclusive travel experts. And our service is completely free. You pay nothing more. So why waste your time? Let us do it for you. We've got over 100 years of travel experience to help create the perfect trip for you. Call now and learn how to save up to $500 on your next custom vacation. Pick up the phone, call Superior Travel, and use the code word RADIO. 800-472-1494. 800-472-1494. That's 800-472-1494. Come on into the Rack Shack's new Egan location and wrap your taste buds around the Patriot Burger. Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot, here with Keith Hitner Sr. from the Rack Shack Barbecue. How are you liking that new Egan location? Oh man, Egan is wonderful. We have so much more space and a dynamic center that allows us to better serve our in-store customer as well as our catering clients. You know, Keith, our listeners love the Patriot Burger almost as much as the Patriot. It's a brisket and chuck half-pound burger that's red, white, and blue through and through. American cheese on top and the American flag proudly flies out of the top of the bun. The Patriot Burger comes with your choice of any of our sides, like our famous hand-cut fries, all just for $12.80. Get it? $12.80? Best burger in the USA. You really have to try today at the Rack Shack Barbecue's new Egan location. We're just a mile east of Cedar Avenue on Cliff Road in the heart of Cedar Cliff Center. You'll love our new digs. Come and see us today or join us at RackShackBarbecue.com. Welcome back, Cam Twelve Eight to the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. Me, Brad Carlson. Thanks for tuning in. Check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we're here to take your phone call six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. Also, feel free to weigh in via Twitter. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N A R N Show for any comments or questions. As always, we appreciate you tuning in. As promised, we want to get to Mark in St. Louis Park. He is on line two. Mark, I appreciate your patience. Thanks for calling the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You're on. Brad, again, thanks for taking my call, and thanks again. I did what I did win the book, Hate Crime Hoax. Oh, congratulations. And I received it. Oh, I was so excited. Thank you so much. And you bet. I just had a couple comments and then a, and then a quote from the book. Okay. In regards 
to the, to the whole hate crime legislation with Jesse Byrd being dragged by a bunch of idiot whites, and then mm-hmm. they, they, they signed the hate, and it's completely backfired as far as who's committing hate crimes and who, who's, who's on the receiving end. But uh, the Chicago thing, it, I, I think that while you don't see it played up in the liberal press or on MSNBC, et cetera, because it exposes the, the hate crime hoax for what it is, and number two, you have a black gay guy of privilege, and that exposes the myth of you know everything has to do with white privilege. Only white only white people can get off, and so they're infuriated about that. But the one thing I wanted to note from the book, and thanks so much for the book, there's according to the author, he's documented 409 cases in the last couple of years alone, and here's the key sentence: uh, that one of them. Ann Arbor woman Haley Bass became one of the small number of people to actually receive a jail sentence. So I don't think what's happening in Chicago is so unusual. No one asks what's been happening with the rest of these hoaxes. We know in St. Olaf, the girl who claimed she was receiving all the racist notes a couple yes. of years ago, covered the Star Tribune for weeks. She was let go by the police department, and, and, and uh, St. Olaf didn't prosecute. She was just let go. Forget all the costs, FBI costs. And so the, the sense that was in, interesting was nobody's getting prosecuted once, even once they catch the uh, people doing it. Right. So it's not so unusual. And I'll hang up and listen to your, your, your comment on that. Yeah, appreciate the call, Mark. Thanks, as always, for uh, checking in. Uh, yeah, you know, like I say, Justice Smollett, in this uh, era of intersectionality politics, the more check marks you have on the intersectional scorecard, uh, the more credence in, in you have, especially if you're a political candidate. I, I think this is more... Uh, probably along the lines of elite Hollywood privilege more than anything. I mean, yeah, I know that, uh, you know, him being a black gay man, he gets a couple of uh, high profile marks in the intersectionality scorecard. But, eh, I, you know, I, 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 t- I was I had a uh, kind of a, a hashtag that I was putting out on Twitter when I commented on this, that it is uh, elite Hollywood privilege. So uh, but I appreciate the uh, call nonetheless, Mark. And, yeah, you know, it's uh this was, and I kind of alluded to this as well, that Mayor Rahm Emanuel said it's because of the era of Trump and the and the environment that he's created, that that's why these hoaxes are so believable. And it's like, uh, no one really thought that this passed the smell test for reasons that I outlined last segment, that it just, it, it just fell into place too quickly that a couple of Trump supporters in Chicago, where they normally wouldn't be welcome, even Rahm Emanuel, Rahm Emanuel, the mayor of Chicago, said this is a Trump-free zone, okay? So guys wearing MAGA hats in Chicago at 2 o'clock in the morning, uh, yeah, that right away should have told you that it didn't quite pass the smell test. Uh, We do have a call on line one, uh, David in Woodbury. David, you're on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go ahead. Hello, sir. Uh, The the question I had for you, I made an observation. I've watched a lot of YouTube videos when people are being asked questions about Trump. And then personally, too, I, you know, I'm in conversations with people, people that don't care for Trump typically, and they, these people are typically using these words, I hate Trump, mm-hmm. okay? Yep. Now, I found this very common. The other thing is they can't articulate specific reasons why they don't like him. In other words, they can't, claim, they can't name any policies that are, you know, accurately now that say, you know, that he's this or that or the other thing. They just say, I don't know, I just don't like him. And then they get angry and, uh, in a lot of cases, violent or whatever about it. I mean, it's just very odd. I, and I, that's why I'm calling is I want to see if my observations mesh up with your observations, for example. Yeah, I appreciate the call, David. Thanks so much. Uh, yeah, that that certainly is a, is a good point is because – that has been the pervasive chanting point, uh, you know, Trump is a racist. And it, I think it really stems from when he first came out, one of his big can- signature campaign issues was what? Building the wall, keeping out Mexicans, you know, people that as as, as uh, they're denigrated, you know, people of different colored skin, you know, brown people. Trump's against brown people. That was kind of the pervasive comment. But, you know, it's it's. But then when you're sh- when they show you clips of Chuck Schumer basically saying the same thing and Barack Obama about border security, that chanting point quickly falls apart. But nevertheless, it's one they continue to throw out there. Well, Trump is a racist, even though the rationale behind it, i.e., he wants to prevent people of color from coming into this country, is kind of falling apart. 
that particular chanting point sticks in there. And really, it's it's all politically charged because whatever Trump is for, a lot of uh, anti-Trump people, progressives, whomever, are going to be against. And like I say, you alluded to YouTube. That's a very useful tool in showing how these people uh, just completely contradict themselves. So uh, that's that's kind of my thing on it. Uh, I Like I say, I've been very critical of Trump on this program so much so that I've had personal friends of mine call me and say that I need to kind of be more unifying amongst the conservative base in getting the, you know, get get more behind Trump. And to which I always reply, I'm glad you believe I have that kind of influence. Uh, <laughs> I really don't. I'm just one person with an opinion. But I've I've lauded Trump for his overhauling, you know, the uh, insufferable regulations put in place by the Obama administration. Certainly, the uh, uh, constructionist judiciary that he's put together. Obviously, the tax bill, very, very big fan of that. Um, but I'm kind of in the Jonah Goldberg camp in that Trump is a better president than I had feared, but he's worse than I hoped for, if that makes sense. I'd hope that once he got into the Oval Office, he would stick to his campaign promise. I'm going to be so presidential, you aren't going to recognize me. Yeah, not so much. Uh, the things he can says on Twitter today, or the things he said on Twitter during the campaign, pretty much the same today. Just very uh uh coarse and insulting to individuals and uh it's so yeah like i say that's uh the, my point being and is that uh a lot of the things trump is for people are reflexively against and it's and it's ended up biting them like the tax bill no democrat voted for the tax bill but yet uh heidi heitkamp and this is a story i like to to talk about all the time is a uh, heidi heitkamp uh, at Trump's first State of the Union address, brought in a gentleman that used to work for UPS, and he's battling for you know workers' rights, particularly standing up for the unions. And she, Heidi Heitkamp felt Trump was undermining the unions. Well, because of the tax bill, UPS made billions of dollars investments into key union pensions. Why did they make Why did they make those investments? Well, like I said, because of the tax bill, the very bill Heidi Heitkamp voted against. Okay, so something that could have very obviously helped her constituents and did help her constituents, she voted against because Trump, because Orange Man bad. So yeah, there's there. I I definitely think there's something to it. Pro- apologize for the long winded answer, but uh, uh, we do. Uh, I tell you what, Jason, why don't we take an early break because I do want to come back on the other side to cover some uh, prominent Democrat presidential candidates for the 2020 uh, campaign cycle. Um, I'll put it this way. If you're a white guy who doesn't espouse borderline communist belief, looking at you, Bernie Sanders, um, you're pretty much persona non grata in today's Democrat Party. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. One final segment coming up this hour on the broadcast. Go nowhere. AM 1280, The Patriot. Hi, this is Terry Sandvold, CEO of Sandvold Financial Group and host of Money Talks. Sandvold Financial Group would like to help provide the sturdy foundation for your financial future. We want you to plan for tomorrow, today. Give us a call to attend an upcoming seminar at 952-544-2837. That's 952-544-2837. Or go to helpmeterry.com to set up a no-cost financial review today. Registered representative of and independent of Questar Capital Corporation. Member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through Questar Asset Management. Darren College, a former NFL Super Bowl champion, signed the most important contract of his life to serve in the Army National Guard. I've had a lot of military in my family. It's a big part of what uh, my family's done for a long time. I'm, I want to go out there and make a difference. I didn't find that working behind a desk, so for me it was a pretty easy decision to make. And then the opportunity to serve my community and serve my country was just icing on the cake. To learn how to be part of the Army National Guard, log on to nationalguard.com. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. Hi, this is Lee with the Kingdom Builders Roofing. It is so exciting to think that the Lord loves us in such a way that he sent his son to provide the way for us to be directed perfectly, gently, and effectively. C.S. Lewis bluntly stated this fact. Aim at heaven, and you will get earth thrown in. Aim at earth, and you will get neither. None of us can serve two masters. We try, but we cannot do it. As the hymn says, keep your eyes upon Jesus, and the things of the earth will grow strangely dim. I pray that we can be used by each other to exhort and edify the church and grow the real kingdom. This is Matthew with the Kingdom Builders. We strive to have our standard be God's standard. 
One of the ways we do that is we regularly look to God's Word to examine our hearts and our motives because we try to glorify the Lord Jesus in everything we do. We strive to take these standards on your roof, on your gutter job, whatever it might be. Give us a call at 612-900-9166 or look us up at thekingdombuilders.net. I'm Staff Sergeant Mark Anthony I'm Madrid. Staff Sergeant Samantha Kelly. I'm Staff Sergeant I'm Alex Staff Keeley. Sergeant William Lewis, and I am proud to defend my family and our nation. The Air Force Reserve is part of the story of this great nation. I'm grateful that I have a chance to wear the uniform of the heroes that went before me. I am proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference in the world. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. Even as technology evolves and changes, our commitment to defend and protect this nation remains steadfast. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. And I'm proud to be a member and of... And I'm proud to serve in the United and States. And I am Air. proud to protect our country. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com Welcome back, AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. I'm getting ready for a long night. It's me, Brad Carlson. One final segment this hour. I did want to get to the 2020 Democrat presidential candidates. Uh, I'll I'll just say this. The way they're setting it up right now is if you are a white male uh, outside of Bernie Sanders, you're pretty much persona non grata amongst the woke left. Now, Joe Biden, in some polls, has been leading in the 2020 Democrat presidential race, even though he hasn't officially declared that he's running. He has been leading the polls. So, obviously... There's a bullet with his name on it, a proverbial bullet with his name on it from the other Democrat candidates. Okay? And what do you suppose they're going after? They're going after, well, you know, it's pretty problematic the way creepy old Joe Biden used to kind of uh, inappropriately touch women. And it's like the media continues to awaken from its eight-year slumber that they had from 2009 to 2017. A lot of us conservatives, including myself, on the radio and on my blog, I found a blog post from early 2015, four years ago, when Obama named a new defense secretary, Ash Carter, and Ash Carter's wife, Stephanie, was standing behind him while Ash Carter was giving his speech, accepting his post as defense secretary. And Joe Biden is literally behind Stephanie Carter with both hands on either of her shoulders, whispering in her ear. And she was very uncomfortable. Also, the swearing-in ceremonies where new members of uh, Congress were sworn in just before the new session. Anytime a congressman's wife, sister, aunt, mother, daughter, Biden would always get very creepily close to them. And he'd come up from behind him and, like, have his hands just under their breast, and just but just above their waist. I mean, they're all out there. This was an open secret. But largely, he was given a pass. Why was that? Well, for once... You know, it's because he could kind of be the distraction from the realization that Obama, yeah, he really isn't the savior that we thought he was. Remember in 2008 how people would stoop to touch the hem of his garment whenever Obama gave a speech. Well, Biden could be the crazy, goofy old uncle that can kind of go out there and be the bare knuckles brawler. And if he happens to grope a few women or not, yeah, you know, he's a useful idiot. You know, we'll keep him around. Okay, suddenly in this era of Me Too, this has become problematic. And it's like, welcome to the party. How how in any sane and rational world could you look at what he had done during that time where he was groping women who were very uncomfortable? There was even Chris uh, Senator Chris Coons when he was being sworn in. He was, I think, he's a Democrat out of Delaware. His young daughter looked couldn't have been more than about twelve years old. Biden reached down to kind of maybe give her a peck on the forehead. She kind of it's like recoiled away. It's like she's a twelve year old kid. What are you doing? This was all seen out in the open, and not a peep was said about it. In the mainstream media, and the leftist media, pardon the redundancy, now all of a sudden it's problematic. And Vox, who all of a sudden said, well, overall, Biden got a pass from the political media. Yeah, Vox, aren't you part of the political media? And didn't you exist in 2015? <sighs> Stunning. How, how all of a sudden we're supposed to take their outrage seriously. And on top of that, you've got 
Uh, Pete Buttigieg. He's a guy who's basically come out of nowhere. He's a mayor of South Bend, Indiana, 37 years old, has a very compelling background. And in this era of intersectional politics, you get kind of a extra check mark on your scorecard for different uh, different groups, different intersections, if you will. So if you know, if you're gay, that's a check mark. Minority, another check mark. Female, another check mark. Non Christian, check mark. Well, except, I, I guess non Christian or non Jew, check mark. Because Democrats aren't very friendly to Jewish people these days. Let's be honest. Most some Democrats. I shouldn't say all Democrats. Some Democrats, prominent ones. Okay, and boy, if, in, in the first trans candidate, I think that's two check marks, if I'm not mistaken. Could be. I don't know. But anyways, that's that's the, that's the way the woke left wants to take the Democrat Party. And the fact that Joe Biden leads in many of the polls, you have a lot of Democrat voters who are like, we just want to win. We just want to get Trump out of there. We, we By any means necessary. If it happens to be 78-year-old Joe Biden who's going to be in his mid-80s by the time his first term is up, whatever. We just want to get rid of Trump. That's how some people are viewing that. And then a guy like Pete Buttigieg, because Pete Buttigieg doesn't come out there and go half-cocked and say crazy stuff, you know, that also is appealing. And it kind of gives me hope for the Democrat Party that it hasn't gone completely kooky, because there are some prominent Democrats, you know, including a certain congressman in Minnesota's 7th Congressional District, don't recognize their party anymore. And they want some sort of semblance of sanity here. And when you have people like Bernie Sanders and Kamala Harris and all the other and a lot of the others talking about Medicare for all and abortion up till up to the ninth month, all this crazy stuff. Okay, that's not mainstream. Those are not mainstream positions. But yet it's where the woke left wants to drag them. So, like I say, Joe Biden is. Uh, in a party now that all of a sudden he's not very welcome and he's trying to backtrack and apologize for uh white culture white man's culture as he talked about it this was um by and this was from a, a real clear politics story biden says he regrets that he didn't give anita hill the hearing she deserved when she shared her story of sexual harassment in the 1991 senate confirmation hearings for Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas three decades ago. I wish I could have done something, Biden said. To this day, I regret I couldn't come up with a way to give her the kind of hearing she deserved. Well, perhaps Biden should have spoke to the chairman of the Senate Judiciary Committee back back then. Oh, who was the chairman of the Senate Judiciary Com- Committee back then? It was Joe Biden! What do you mean, oh, I wish I could have done more? You're the, you were the chairman of the committee! Anyhow, <clears throat> later the former vice president, citing cases of domestic violence in the early 1900s, said English jurisprudential culture, a white man's culture, has got to change. In the 1900s, so many women were dying at the hands of their husbands because they were chattel, just like cattle or the sheep, that the court of the common law decided they had to do something about the extent of the deaths. You know what they said? No man has a right to chastise his woman with a rod thicker than the circumference of his thumb. This is the English jurisprudential culture, a white man's culture. It's got to change. It's got to change, Biden demanded. And now another prominent white candidate rising up the polls is Pete Buttigieg, who, like I said, has a very, I think, a compelling story. Young guy, uh, mayor of South Bend, Indiana, and uh, he's only 37 years old, so he's barely old enough to to be president. You have to be at least 35 years old. So if, he were, if he's elected president, he would easily be the youngest ever to be elected president. He wouldn't even be 40 years old on Inauguration Day. That's that's just stunning. Yeah, in fact, he'd turn... If he if Pete Buttigieg becomes president, he would be... Thir- he would His 39th birthday would be the day before he's inaugurated. Think about that. That's amazing. Uh, you know, he's a war veteran and, you know, middle-class guy, regular guy. He's all also happens to be openly gay. And he, he officially came out back in 2015. And then there was this tweet that came out. Well, actually... Before I go to that, there was a sl- there was a Slate story, uh, Slate left wing publication. Buttigieg isn't just gay; he's also white, male, upper class, Midwestern, married, Ivy League educated, and a man of faith. <gasps> then I guess that th- does that completely dilute his gayness. Then is that what this is implying here? That he's not gay enough? 
And I'm allude, I was about to allude to this tweet. Some woman tweeted out, and, and there have been others who've kind of echoed these sentiments. You know, people need to stop defending Mayor Pete Buttigieg because he's a homosexual man. He doesn't show any overt gay pride on his Instagram. In the four years since he came out of the closet, he hasn't posted any pictures of attending a single pride parade. I, sorry, got to bang my head on that. So because he doesn't pro- attend a pride parade, you homose- or heterosexual lady are going to take his gay card from him? Is that what you're saying here? This is just stunning. This is the whole point of these pride parades that have been going on for decades. Is gay people were marching these parades because they just want to be accepted and be able to live a normal life and not have it be an issue. People just, yeah, I'm gay. I'm married to a man. Okay, now i got to go run my city of uh, South Bend, Indiana. Okay? This is what they've wanted for years. This is why they were marching for years. And so it, it, because their sexual orientation won't be an issue. That's why they were marching. So the fact he doesn't go to any pride parades means what? It doesn't mean anything. He's spoken, he's spoken very lovingly about his husband. Okay? I, I just, I, you know, this is something that... that a conservative, I mean, this. thankfully this woman, she basically got uh, pilloried over this comment that she ended up uh, locking down her account, so now it's protected. Now she can only allow followers that she wants to. But, I mean, between this, between uh, Joe Biden's past being drummed up, and that's not to say it's not relevant, it is relevant, and Pete Buttigieg's gayness is overridden by the fact he's a white guy, so that's not acceptable. And Joe Biden talking about white man's culture needs to end, and then on top of that, you had a story that came out about how Caucasian populations are disproportionately contributing to climate change through their eating habits, which uses up more food. I mean, it's getting to the point where pretty soon on the campaign trail, you're going to get a candidate that steps up to the microphone and says, Kill Whitey! That's where we're going! Honestly! That's where we're at in this place. I mean, again, as a white man, I'm not going to say that I've had horrible experiences, okay? I get all that, all right? I haven't had the worst of it. I'm understanding that. But this idea that they're being, that all of a sudden, that that's somehow an overriding factor to policy positions is, is just utterly ludicrous. Utterly ludicrous. Hour number one in the books. Hour number two coming back in mere moments right here. AM twelve eighty the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Go nowhere. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you will receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember, forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. Have you tried digital marketing but don't know if it's getting you customers? Got different companies running your web design, social media marketing, and geofencing, but not sure which is working and which is a waste of your dollars? Contact us at Salem Surround, digital marketing experts who offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness and suggest methods that could dramatically increase your sales. We can put all your digital marketing under one roof, give you monthly reports on results, and instantly move your dollars to the most effective areas of your digital marketing suite. Social marketing, geofencing, web search enhancement, event targeting, and more. Now there are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to surroundmsp.com. 
SurroundMSP.com, connecting you with new customers. This is John Greenhut, and if your teeth are stained from coffee, tea, or smoking, Power Swabs is the answer. In five minutes, you'll see two shades whiter teeth, and in seven days, six shades. Even better, there's no messy strips or trays that you'll have to leave in your mouth for an hour. Just swab your teeth for five minutes, and you're done. To try Power Swabs, call 1-800-679-0969. Your bright white smile will have your friends talking about how great you look. Try it risk-free. 1-800-679-0969. That's 1-800-679-0969. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say, you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play the Patriot Minneapolis. It's time to throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite AM 1280 to Patriot hosts in high quality with Alexa and Amazon Echo. AM 1280. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.